Hello and welcome to Yes, You Are Brave. This is a podcast where we are going to set off on a journey together to find and build our brave, where we explore all the ways that you have been brave and all the ways that you can be brave again. Because even though we may have forgotten or we may have fallen out of practice, we're all brave. And I'm on a mission to prove it and help you believe that yes, you are brave. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Yes, You Are Brave. Super excited that you're here. So it is a very cold, snowy day here in Utah, and today we're talking about being brave enough to be creative. And now before you shut down and you're like, wait a minute, I'm not a creative person, because I know a lot of people think that they're not creative. And again, I think I'm going to have to call BS on that. Because I think that there are so many people that don't think they're creative because they have what is creative. They think that creativity is a certain number of things. And I'm going to be honest, I was that way for a very long time. We think of creative as something, as people who are artists or who paint or who draw or sculpt or do something with the visual arts, right? But there's so much more to being creative than just being an artist, although artists are very creative. So I want to talk today about being brave enough to be creative. And the reason that I've been thinking about this is I've been thinking about what is brave and how it relates to being creative. And the conclusion that I have come to and want to share with you is that creativity is brave. Think about it. Being creative Creating things is brave because you're taking something that is just an idea, you're taking it out of your head and you're making it tangible in some way. You're making it so that other people can see it and that's scary. It's super scary to take something that is very, very personal and very, very much yours and transform it into something that other people can see and therefore criticize. That's scary. However... I think that we can take another view on creativity as well. Yes, there's that one and it's scary and that's why we a lot of us shy away from it. But then there's also this living a creative life doesn't necessarily mean that we're creating all the time, that we're creating something tangible. Um, In the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, she tells a story about a lady who was trying to figure out what made her happy. And she felt like the last time that she'd really been happy was when she was a child and she was ice skating. So she decided to start ice skating again. And I think she was like in her 50s or something. And it's not that she quit her job and she became an ice skater full time or anything like that. No, what she did was she would a couple of times a week, she would get up really early and she would go to the rink and she would skate for a couple of hours before work. Think about that for a minute. That's one of the examples that Elizabeth Gilbert gives about living a creative life, right? is that you are doing something that makes you happy. So I want to think about being creative is doing something that makes you feel free and happy and in a way is solving some sort of problem or dilemma. Whether that is a outside problem that is tangible that you can actually explain to other people or it's something within you. 
I've also been thinking about this a lot. Uh, at the moment, I live with my sister and her three children. And um, it's funny how kids can make anything into a game or anything can be a toy. I cannot tell you how many times we have the conversation of, please don't play with that. Why not? Because it's not a toy. <laughs> and I can remember my parents saying similar things to me. Don't play with it. It's not a toy. Like, why not? Why can't it be a toy? I mean, it's fun. I'm using it as a toy. And so it's interesting that as children, we are very, very creative. We're always creating. We're always just going for things. And we are always expressing, finding ways to express that creativity. My nieces and nephews, they draw all the time. They make up games. They do all of these things. They don't worry what it's like. They don't worry what it looks like. They don't worry about anything in relation to having a an outcome. There's no outcome attached. They're just creating. And I think that it is so amazing and so beautiful. And I think it's really sad that as we grow up and as we become adults, we lose that. And of course, we all know why we lose that. We lose that because we start to get to a point where things are no longer, it's no longer good enough to just be us and do what we do. There's, there's outcomes attached to things and we realize that we're being judged and we feel like we have to have some sort of finished product that has to meet somebody else's standards. But I think that we need to kind of maybe take that back. We need to take back that freedom that we had as kids. Um, we need to we need to try to find the magic again, to be creative again. And I think that, again, like going back to what Elizabeth Gilbert said, of not, you don't have to be a creative, meaning you don't necessarily have to be making a living off of your creativity. But being creative, I think, is so crucial to who we are. It is, any kid is creative. And so if that's who we were before the world told us we couldn't be, then maybe that's who we really are. And I've been thinking about this. Let's get back to being creative, right? And it's scary to get back into being creative, especially if it's been a long time. And I know that some of us fall out of practice because we grow up and we, we start doing the adult things, all the practical, responsible things, all the things that have to get done. And yes, those are important, but I think it's also equally important to take some time to feed our souls in being creative because we are creative beings. I really, truly believe that. So maybe you have to take baby steps in getting back into being creative. And I can remember being young and drawing. I would draw whatever, and I drew all the time. And it wasn't until I got a little older that I started thinking, oh, I can't draw. And I used to sing a lot when I was young. And then um, I got to an age where I thought, oh, well, I can't really sing unless it's in like a choir setting where like I'm just blending. And there was a lot of things that I feel like I let other people's opinions or what I thought other people's opinions were going to be. I let that influence what I wanted to do. And the creativity that I was willing to put forth, put forward into something. And I think another thing to, to talk about real quick is I think that let's take it out of the box. Let's take creativity and creating out of the box. It's not just visual art. It's not just performing art, right? Although it is those things. Yes, 
if you are painting, if you are sculpting, if you are drawing, those are very creative things. Singing and dancing, playing an instrument are all considered creative. Um, I watched a video just yesterday about the best orchestra pranks. And goodness, were those people creative in the way that they surprised their conductors with playing Happy Birthday as an orchestra, um, woven into another piece. It was beautiful, but that's not the only way to be creative. And yes, we also think of like, there's the accepted, you know, people are really creative that write. They, they make these stories, they make these worlds for us to enjoy. And it takes a quite a bit of creativity to come up with these things. Who would have thought some of these things that have become really big names and really big things, where the heck did that idea come from? You know, you have to have some creativity in those things, but it's, it's not just those things that are easy to see and easy to understand. There's so many things that are creative. And one of the first things that came to mind is cooking and baking. If you are a person that likes to cook, you like to experiment in the kitchen, you like to take these separate, very mundane, very boring ingredients, and you put them together to make this beautiful, delicious meal or this delicious treat or whatever it is, that is creating. That's very, very creative. And then I also thought, you know, some things I never thought of myself as a creative person, but I grew up doing quilt. I grew up making quilts. My mother made all of our bedding and I know she would say that she's not a very creative person. You should see some of the quilts that my mother made. And yes, my mom didn't do anything that wasn't like straight lines. But I've seen the patterns of some of those things. She had to sit down. She had to make out a pattern. And they're beautiful. You know, they're, yes, it's just squares, but it's beautiful. They're beautiful patterns and you can see them. And she did those all the time. And she did quilts that were fairly simple, but they were also really well done sewing is a is a creative thing whether you're sewing quilts or you're making clothes or I know I had a friend who started her sewing journey making clothes for her doll she got an American doll when she was young and she started off learning how to make clothes for this doll and now she makes these big beautiful elaborate costumes that um that's one of her creative outlets and they're amazing they're fantastic. And so if you do something like that, or people that knit or crochet, super creative. Recently met a friend, um, and I will tag her in the comments. It's called 3AM Grace Designs, and she designs crochet patterns. The cutest things. They're super simple. So much fun. So creative. That's a creative thing. I also have a friend who does yoga. She was a nurse. She's, she is a nurse, and she's decided that she needed a different outlet. She needed an outlet for all of the stress and everything that was going on. She needed a place to be able to leave it behind. So she is now starting to teach yoga online, specifically for nurses. But she is, and I'll tag her as well in the, in the show notes. It's nurse yoga with Nurse Glennie. But she is, that's her creative outlet is yoga and finding freedom and peace in that activity. And that, I think, is really what creativity comes down to, is finding peace and finding happiness and freedom in your activity, whatever it turns out to be. 
Um, so if you are one of those people that likes to um, work on cars, I know that I'm not very mechanically inclined, but I know that there are people that can take a car apart and put it back together and they can do all the things that need to be done and they can see it and they have this creative ability to work on a car and to see the problems and to see how they can fix it. And some of you are not going to believe me, but I would say that playing sports is a creative thing as well. Um, The different sports require different skills. They require different solutions. And it's a creative thing as well. Um, Whatever the sport may be. If you like designing, you like decorating things. Um, Maybe you don't like draw it all out, but you like going to the store and you like finding patterns that match and you like those type of things. It's also a creative endeavor. Um, Building anything is a creative thing. And if you've ever seen those homemade anything, they're creative and they're really, a lot of times they're really pretty. Um, I know a couple years ago in my hometown, somebody was making furniture out of willows and they were really, really cool. Um, Basically taking a weed and, and making a weed tree and making it into something really pretty. Or if you like to organize, you like organizing things. There's a creative process in that. Where you can, you know, you like to be able to put things here and you can see it all in your mind. There's a creativity to that. Or if you're the type of person that we just finished the Winter Olympics, you like to, you like to go down the mountain on a board or two. There's a creativity, I think, in that. Being able to find the way down the mountain without ending up on your face. I'm not sure I could do it. I've never actually been. But, and I was watching the Olympics the other day with some freestyle skiing something and just what they did with that course that was all the same course but everybody did something so different it was really fascinating to me um, to see that even though I didn't quite understand half the things the announcer was talking about but it's a creative thing also just being able to see the world in a new way I know it was a couple years ago the first time that I ever saw a snowflake and actually saw it as what everybody describes snowflakes being um, because I, I don't live in a place where it snows at the temperature where the snowflakes actually come down as individual crystals. They're usually, it's usually really wet or really powdery. And so to see the snow, the snowflakes as these little individual things that were just so beautiful and tiny and, and really to see that they were individual, that was really awesome to me. And if you can look at things, look at the world and see the beauty in it, that does take a little bit of creativity because it's so easy to just look at something and say that's a tree or look at something and say that's just a flower. It's another thing to be able to look at it and say, oh, look at that tree and look at the light, the way the light comes through the leaves. There's so much to it. So like photographers, super creative. They, they're capturing this beauty around them and, and that is such a creative thing. And I also thought of, um, as I was setting everything up, what it means to be, you know, we talk about writers being creative. But if you're reading, you're also using that creative, that creative muscle, right? Because when you read, your mind gets to go crazy. You get to, you get to build the castle in your mind. You get to decorate the forest. It gets to be the picture that you have in your mind. And yes, they're describing it, but they're only describing it to a certain point. And then you get to fill in all the gaps and you get to see exactly what you want to see. And it's really fun. That's one of the reasons I love reading is because 
It gets to be your own personal movie, the way that you want it to be and the way you think it should be. And I also think that's why the movies are never as good as the books, um, because everybody had a different picture in their head. And if you still think none of these things apply to me, maybe you're a hairdresser. Maybe you like to do hair. You like to find new ways to do really cool updos or to do braids or to maybe you're, you're a colorist. You do the color in somebody's hair. Crazy creative along with some science and in, in the colors and stuff. Um, there are so many ways to be creative. And I would say there's so many, many benefits of being creative. And I would say one of the biggest ones is it just feeds your soul and it makes you feel better because you are letting yourself just be. And if all of these sound too big, I know that there was a point in my life where I wanted to do things, I wanted to be creative, but there was, I just didn't have it in me. And you know what I did? I colored. And I'm not even talking like I went out and I bought like, like the crazy adult coloring books. I did do that. But first, you know what I did? I just got like a little kid's coloring book. You know, the ones where it's like made for kids that like don't have that much um, skill in coloring. That's where I started was coloring while I was watching TV. And that brought back and then it got to be like, oh, you know what? Okay, so let's let's maybe move on from these um, little kid things. And I did go get some of the adult coloring books and I would just color. And there's something so therapeutic about just coloring, just sitting down and coloring and you get to decide. It's making decisions that aren't really like life changing. And I know that that sounds weird, but I think sometimes one of the reasons that I love to be creative is I love to be able to make decisions and they don't have these huge ramifications. As adults, we have lots of decisions to make. And um, I think it's hard sometimes we get burnout on making decisions. We always have to be making decisions. And it seems like our decisions always have these big, huge consequences. And I think one of the things that's wonderful about being creative, how whatever your outlet is a lot of times they're not huge ramifications. There's not huge consequences attached to those decisions. So like if you start off with a coloring book, does it really matter if you color Big Bird purple? Not really. Does it really matter if you decide to make the trees red or pink or green? Like it doesn't matter. I love being able to make these decisions and put these things in place and they don't have these big, huge ramifications. I love that about being creative. And I love starting with coloring because that's one of the things too. It's like, well, no, technically trees are not, the trunk of trees are not bright orange, but you know what? Today they're going to be because I've decided that this picture takes place in some far off land and the trees are orange there. So as we are headed into a new month next week, I would challenge you to be creative, to find something, some way to be creative. And you know what? Hey, even if it is just making up different words to a song while you are singing your kid to sleep, let loose in one area. Pick up that pencil and draw a little bit. 
or maybe while you're waiting in line, look around and observe instead of just being on your phone. There are so many ways to be creative. And I would say that, yes, it does take bravery to be creative because because being creative means we're going back to who we really are and not who we've been pretending to be. And sometimes it's scary to go back to who we are because we're not sure what that person is going to be like when we actually get back to them or if we can find our way back to that person, that seven-year-old inside that is just excited about things and wants to make and do and be happy. But I think that you can do it. And I think that if you do take some time, it doesn't have to be a lot of time, to be creative, to find something that makes you feel happy and makes you feel free, gives you a little bit of light in your your mind and in your soul and makes you feel like you can face whatever your day is. I think that's worth the time and the effort because you're worth the time and the effort to bring back the magic of being creative. And you know what? There are a million ways to be creative. So many ways to be creative, whatever it is that you like to do. And I've mentioned a lot, but there are so, so many more ways to be creative. So find one that works for you. Maybe you like to arrange flowers or you like to do tie-dye shirts. Whatever it is, find something that makes you happy and gives you a break from the everyday worries and stress because that's the real prize of being creative. And remember, you are wonderful and you are amazing and you are totally worth the effort and the time to find something creative that you like to do. And remember that, yes, you are brave, brave enough to be creative. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, you can follow me on social media and the link down below. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to be brave.